Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to the Totally Driven Entertainment Radio Network. In the future, none of you are heroes. You're legends. Get driven. Stay driven.
Hello, everybody, and welcome to a brand new edition of Pro Wrestling Now with Magic Mike Ferrara. All right, I can hear myself, and that means that you can hear me. That means it's this is Wednesday night, hump day. Get over the hump with Magic Mike Ferrara. How's everybody tonight? The number tonight is 718-508-9883. We are talking wrestling tonight. We are talking everything. I want you guys to come at me like you're going to spear me tonight, but uh, I got to get some business out of the way. Ah, this is uh, Pro Wrestling Now with Magic Mike Ferrara, episode number 95, and it is brought to you by Totally Driven Radio. If you haven't checked out Totally Driven Radio, I suggest you go to TotallyDrivenTV.com. That's where you're going to find all the great stuff. You're going to find shows. You're going to find Chris Kelly and, and Lillian from 80s TV from this past Monday night. You're going to find Maverick's Comic Roundup from Sunday, episode number 20. You're going to find the Mojo Sports Show uh, that's on this network Saturdays, 10, a, 10 a.m. till 1 o'clock. Three hours of the best sports show on the network. L.A. Wrestling, Retro Wrestling, that wrestling radio number nine. Totally Driven Radio with Bay Ragney, and the boys are back in town. Yeah, that's right. The boys are back in town. Those guys, man, I tell you, Nick, Janetti, sometimes Moondog, I'm glad that everybody's uh, able to listen to me tonight. Um... Also, I want everybody to know that I have a Facebook page. Uh, it is uh, Pro Wrestling Now with your host, Magic Mike Ferrara. And then also, don't forget to tweet at the Twitter. My Twitter is Magic Mike Ferrara at not whip for life, the number four life. And also, if you guys want to hear us, you can hear us. Totally Driven Radio. We are on Spreaker. We're on iTunes. We are on Stitcher. And, of course, Blog Talk Radio. So, 718-508-9883 is the number. So, let's uh, let's get ready to rumble, uh, if you will. Um, you know, we're getting ready. Uh, we're just Today is just one of those days where I just feel like ranting, and I'm going to do it now because it it just gets me. Like today is uh, today's International Women's Day, and Happy International Women's Day to everybody. And you know there are there are some men, I'll call them jackasses, that are going around saying. You know, enjoy your National Women's Day. November nineteenth is National International. I'm sorry, not National International Men's Day. And I'm thinking, first of all, it's my birthday. <laughs> so, second, you know, first of all, you celebrate the man. 
like I said it today, you know, I, I said it clear as day, you know, in a, in a post that I that I wrote today on my Facebook, and uh, I'll gladly share it because it was entertaining. It entertained the shit out of me. So, so let me read it as only I, Magic Mike, can read things. Let me get it. Okay. Attention all men. The reason why November 19th is a, is a, is a special, is special, because it's international, it's, 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 because, not because it's International Men's Day, but because that was the day that Magic Mike, Metal Mike, and of course, the Ladies' Choice, the ultimate thriller, because it's the day I was born, and you know me as the peach killer. So there you go. So that's why I was a little kind of pissed today, because I'm like, let the women have their day. You know, women are very important to us. Because without us, we wouldn't be born. (laughs) You know, I don't know. If men can give birth, that's cool. But I don't know. Over here, you know, it, it, it... in, in not La La Land, but over here in regular reality, women are the shit, you know. Uh, I never talk bad about women, and I'm never going to talk bad about women. Um, Just like women wrestlers, people are like, oh, this woman's no good. This woman can't wrestle. You know what? She's wrestling. She's, there, she's out there for a reason, you know. And, and you can't tell me because she looks pretty. She's out there because she's busting her ass. Why is she busting her ass? Because A, she loves it. B, she loves her work. And and C, she cares about the fans. So men out there that are clueless, you just don't have a clue. Just go. It's it's like you know this is the get with the times. This is not the Archie Bunker times. This is not the caveman times. This is the time to step up, be a man, celebrate women, love women. And get on with it, you know, and, and don't worry about November 19th. I'll worry about it because it's my birthday, but don't you worry about it. So. Frig, man, you know, women, you know, men are going crazy. Um, so. so, yeah, so that's my rant for tonight. So if anybody wants to call in, 718-508-9883 is the number. We're going to have a great show tonight. It's shaping up to be really good. We're going to be talking nonstop wrestling action. Nonstop. So can't wait for that. But let's get down to some good stuff that that, uh, that just happened. Let's talk about um, Fastlane. If anybody wants to call in right now and talk Fastlane with me, 718-508-9883. Um, Let's let's talk about the kickoff match. Rich Swan and Akara Tozawa, um, they took on Brian Kendrick, the Brian Kendrick, and uh, Norm Dar. And I thought that match was pretty cool for a kickoff match. Um, a tag match is awesome. It's better than when they put a title on the kickoff sh- match on the show because I think it devalue, devalues the title. It's like this title is on the kickoff show. We don't want to see it. You know, you don't want to see a title match. But uh, 
they did very good. I mean, for all four competitors have been lighting it up lately. Uh, Rich Swan and Akira Tozawa took the win over the Brian Kendrick and Norm Dar. That's not the last you'll see of those guys. Um, but in, in, in typical um, in typical fashion, uh, Samoa Joe, um, you know, versus Sami Zayn. On paper, I can tell you right now, I pick I pick Joe because he's just on a roll. He's just doing his thing. Came up from NXT after killing it down there. And my my props to the WWE because if this was years ago, Samoa would have just been right there in, in you know on Monday Night Raw. That's why I'm shocked. Like like AJ Styles came up right you know to the roster because him and Samoa Joe they were wrestling a long time. So I'm shocked that Samoa didn't get the call. You know, AJ got it ahead of him, but, I mean, nevertheless, they're both on, you know, they're both in the WWE now, and they're both on the main stages. So, um, I thought that match was good. I thought Samoa Joe and Sammy had a really good match. Um, Sammy Zayn put on some weight, and, but, I, but I could say this, he could still fly, and just some of the things that, you know, and Samoa Joe... The people call him a fat tub of crap. And I think that Samoa Joe is, is, is very good at what he does. Um, then you have the uh, Raw Tag Team Champion, Luke Gallows, um, you know, and, and, and Carl Anderson. They, they, they took on Enzo Amore and Big Cass. And, you know, it's, it's just so funny that we got that cryptid night. 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 You know, you know, it's like Enzo Amore. He's got a big mouth, and and sooner or later they're gonna lose, and they end up losing. But uh, that's okay, because I say let Luke Gallows and Anderson. Um, and it, and it should it should make for an interesting wrestle mania. <laughs> but you know, but uh. You know, and, and, and this is the beauty part of it. Oh, my goodness. I see we have a caller on the line. Could this be the, my my good friend, long time, haven't heard from him. Right now, we're going to go to the phones. Tony, is this you, my brother? It is me, Mike. How are you? All right, man. Long time no hear, man. You know, I... I I've been meaning to get in touch with you. My show got moved to Wednesdays now, so things have been crazy, but I figured I wanted you on the show tonight to talk about ROH. But before we do that, you know, I got I don't know if you have some time to hang, but I got I got all the time right now, but I could tell you this. Um I'm talking fast lane. Um, you know what uh first of all, how have you been, Tony? Okay, I'm actually watching the NXT right now. On the uh, network. Pretty cool. Oh, cool. Okay, that's cool. Um, yeah, it, it's uh, it's it's been uh, you know, I I sh- I should be watching it with the sound down. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. I, I didn't think of that. But uh, but anyway, so um, as we as we take the car and we uh, you know as we take the car and we head out to the road to WrestleMania, um, 
couple of things I want to throw by you. We were just, I was just going over the the fast lane, and I uh, I did the I did the uh, I did my critique on the Rich Swan Akira Tozawa match um, when they teamed up. You know when they took on the Brian Kendrick and, and Norm Starr. Um, what did you think for for a, a kickoff match? Uh, did you see it? And did you did you like it? Kind of a I did, part. See, I did see it. Yeah, it was it was a typical you know. It was your uh, typical, you know, typical kickoff show uh, match that you get from the, you know, they booked the cruiserweights to be in. Yeah, it was maybe like it was, maybe it was five or six minutes or so, but yeah, it was a, it was a decent match. Now, so, yeah, now yeah, here's was, what I was saying before. I was gonna say here's what I was saying before you came on. I don't know if you caught it, but I I don't think you did. But here's what I was saying. I don't like that they put title matches on a kickoff show. I think it devalues the title. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I do. I do know. Yeah, I know what you mean by that. Yeah, it, do, it does make the title not. Yeah, it does give less meaning to the to whatever championship it is. That, no, yeah, I mean it's they, like it's, it's like you know pre-show. You know why? Right? Why would you want to see you know it on the pre-show? Or maybe they're thinking is you know it'll get people to watch the kickoff show. They'll be like, this is why we're doing it. And, and and I get why they would be doing it. For, but for me, I don't want to see an Intercontinental Champion or something like, or a U.S. title or something, something like that, on a uh, a kickoff show. I rather see I rather see guys like this that are on in you know two or five live, um you know in a, in a good tag team match. And I mean it was good. I mean they're they're all great. Um, they're all great wrestlers. I mean, Dee Brian Kendrick. You know, ever since you know having his own school and training different wrestlers, and I think ever since he came back, I think he's been really solid. Yeah, he has. I've really been, I've enjoyed watching him, and the you know even the whole the whole feud he's got with Tozawa with teaching him like a lesson, uh, this and that and whatever. I, he's been really good as a heel. You know, his mic work yeah. has been really good, and uh, yeah, yeah, even on, on two or five last night, I I actually enjoyed that little segment yeah, with uh, him and Tozawa. Two or five lives is. Yeah, two oh five live is a good show. But anyway, talking about Fastlane, I was gonna say let's get back to Fastlane. Um, Samoa Joe took on Sami Zayn. I gave my opinion on it. What's your what was your opinion about it? I like the match. I mean it, it was a it was a good showcasing for uh, Samoa for Samoa Joe. You know, I mean I knew we were, I knew he was gonna win going into it, but yeah, it, it was, yeah, well, that's, I thought it was a fun match. I thought it was a yeah, a decent match. Yeah, I was going to say that's the problem as wrestling fans. <laughs> you know, we, we can predict what's going to happen. I mean, Sam, I mean, you know, Samoa Joe's been this, this like, enforcer kind of to Triple H, which who knows how, what that's going to be coming in. It looks to me like Triple H is putting a stable together. Shock, not a shocker to me because he, uh, he loves stables. Yeah. Oh, is it going to be another Triple H stable? What happened? Is it going to be another Triple H stable? Well, it looks like it. I mean, I mean, uh, I mean, I mean. So far, he's acquired Samoa Joe. He he was talking to um, Kevin Owens in his ear. He, uh, you know, who knows what's going on with that? And then Kevin Owens attacked his best friend Chris Jericho. I mean, you know, it just it, on paper, it looks like. Uh, it kind of looks like that. I mean, I I I try to not I try not to read the dirt sheets, 
Um, but I don't know. To me, that's what it looks like. I don't know. I mean, to me, it looks like so far, um, as of what I've been seeing lately. But anyway, Samoa Joe just getting out everybody, and it looks like he's um, he's going. You know, he he's going full blast. And him and Sammy had a good match. Uh, Sammy is a great worker. Um, you know, and he can wrestle. And uh, you know, Samoa Joe is solid and he's good. And and you know what, people, I was saying, people call Samoa Joe all kinds of names, but you know what, he's good. Oh yeah, he definitely is. I mean, I've been, I've you know, I've been following him since uh, for about twelve year, twelve so years now. You know, I mean, the guy is really good. You know, there's, um, you know, I, mean, I, I didn't see much of his ROH stuff, but you know, like when he was, I mean, I, you know, when he was in TNA, I saw uh, pretty much everything he was doing there, and I've seen everything he's done in NXT and, and on uh, yeah. WWE, and he's, yeah, yeah, the guy, the guy's had some great matches over the years. Yeah, if if you go back into the ROH archives, which you can, and everybody could do that, just go to ROH.com. You could watch Samoa Joe, and, and uh, you know, and I remember when Samoa Joe came into TNA. You know, I'm not I'm not a TNA person. Everybody knows that, but I did watch the beginning years of TNA. It just just after a while, it got it got so bad, like it it, it was like a car crash. But only I didn't want to look at it. Um, but a couple of things might bring me back to checking it out. A couple of people that I know couple of friends of mine that I know are going to be wrestling for them. And Bruce Pritchard looks like he's going to be doing some kind of a managing job for them where he's going to be a heel manager. I gotta, that's going to be pretty, pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's what he's going to be doing. They taped the next couple of months worth of TV this week. So I, I, yeah, I know what he's going so to be doing. I don't know if it'll be on. And now that's another thing. It's always on these different, uh, these different stations. It's, uh, it's crazy. They can't find a permanent home for TNA, uh, just like the ROH, and I, and, I, and I feel bad because ROH should be on a platform. ROH should be on a regular channel. They should be on, there should be something for ROH, and ROH is that good. I, ROH is better than TNA, in my opinion, but, I mean, we'll get to that stuff after. Let's, uh, let's just, um, let's get, keep on going here. Uh, Luke Gallows and Paul Anderson, um, they're showing really good stuff. They're another great team that that um, you know that that evolved in TNA and then went to ROH and New Japan Wrestling, and then oh, well, here they are, and uh, now they're the tag team champions, and they defeated Enzo Amore and Big Cass. Uh, what was your thought about that match? I thought it was okay. You know, it was it was your uh, standard. You know. Uh, you know, Endo took the uh, the beating before making it a hot tag to Cash. I thought that the, the finish, the, the finish, I wasn't sure what was happening. I was like, I know he was going for the ropes, but it was like when it happened, when I saw it live, I, th- I thought it was a botched spot because he, like, he put his foot on the ropes and then the other guy, you know, just slid it off. I I thought he didn't even get his foot on the rope in the first place. I thought they botched the finish, but uh, yeah, it, it was an okay did. match. I, I think they did. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I mean, it yeah, that's okay. Match. I mean, I'm glad they kept the belts on Anderson and then uh, Gallows because they, well, uh, they are a good. They team. weren't gonna, yeah, they probably weren't gonna change it right yet. But I, I know what you're saying. Um, you know what's funny? I was saying to my nephew because we were watching it uh, when, when you know, I, I was like, you know, Enzo talks too friggin' much. And you were, I don't know if you remember this, like last year. Remember, I real, I mean, in 2015, remember, I didn't like them, and now I like them, <laughs> and now it's like. It's like I liked him, and, and, and Enzo is just Enzo. 
Um, and I like Big Cass. I think he's tremendous. You know, for a big guy, he moves. You know, he does some good. He has some good moves. Um, Sasha Banks, you know, had her shot at redemption against Nia Jax, and I I picked Sasha because I think I thought Sasha was going to was going to do wonderful things against Nia Jax. Um, and of course, Nia Jax is such a big woman, and how Sasha Banks won that match is pretty pretty awesome. How she what? How she won the match was pretty awesome. Th- that was yeah, I was wasn't kind of because like when she when she um, went for the roll up, I thought Nia was just gonna just gonna like you know bonsai drop her there. I didn't you know like I thought you know I, I wasn't sure what they were gonna do. I th- I thought maybe Nia was gonna win, but she won the last time they fought it. That was, it was at the Rumble kickoff, so I figured, yeah, I wasn't sure what was going to happen, but yeah, yeah, that finish was was uh, pretty good, you know. Like I said, she went for the roll up, and she and uh, that was the finish, which is a little, a little surprising, but uh, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm kind of glad. Yeah, I'm glad she won the match. Yeah, me too. Um, you guys are listening to Pro Wrestling Now with Magic Mike Ferrara, episode number ninety-five. I'm joined by my good friend Tony, V, as I as I call him. And uh, what do you call? We're talking some fast lane, and we're getting you. I'm getting you geared up for other things on the show tonight. But fast lane is what we're talking about. You guys want to join in? Seven one eight five zero eight nine eight eight three is the number. Um, Cesaro took on Jinder Mahal. I mean, yeah, Cesaro defeating Jinder Mahal. I thought that match was okay. Uh, I wasn't really happy about it too much. I like Cesaro and Jinder, but I don't know for some reason the chemistry to me wasn't there. Yeah, well, the, the match was was thrown on as an extra. It was just, I mean, yeah, I could say it was okay, but it was a filler match, and you know, it's like, you know, there was no real interest in, uh, there was no reason to get to get, to get interested in the match, you know, uh, which is a shame because yeah. Cesaro was really, really, you know, he's really good, you know. I mean, he's, he he should be he in a higher higher profile. You than, know, it's uh, just that they, you know, you know I mean, match, they so. they put him. I was gonna say they put him with, uh, you know, they put him in tag team, tag team, tag team. And uh, pretty soon, who knows? I mean, I like him. It just sometimes his charisma is not there. But I mean, I mean, I don't know. It just you you want that, you know? You want some kind of I don't know. He's he's really good though. He's a really talented wrestler. I mean, the guy can fly all over the ring. He's another one, you know. Um, Big Show versus Rusev was good. I like that. You know, I like that Big Show. I like Big Show's luck lately. My God, it looked like Big Show. It looked like Big Show got muscle, right? Uh, yeah, he's he's dropped a, a good a good amount of weight. To you know, and uh, he's like pretty much like I think it's like the lightest he's been in, like since he started. Yeah, in the business, like you know, over twenty years. Yeah, and that's another thing people don't realize that Big Show's been around. All those years, I mean, uh, you know, wrestling fans like me and you, I mean, 1995, he came in in uh, WCW and, uh, you know, he threw the shirt at Hogan and Hulk Hogan said, I know that, that, that shirt. And uh, they Got were him. teasing that he was Andre the Giant's son. And, you know, and look at look at where he is now. I mean, you know, the big shows come a long way. And, uh, and say what you want about him, he's another guy that could, he could move. And Rusev, I like Rusev. I like his style. Um, I like that him and Lana are back together. I hated when Lana wasn't with them. I thought it was ridiculous. Um, but that that match was pretty good. 
Big Show Rusev, yeah, it was. Um, <laughs> Big Show took slam in the Rusev three straight times, and then he just knocked out, you know, he just KO'd him. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, was, right. uh, yeah. That's oh, yeah, something uh, that you do to Braun Strowman, <laughs> not to Rusev. I mean, if you can't take Rusev out, I mean, you know, but I see what you're saying. Um, yeah. WWE Cruiserweight Champion Neville. First of all, First of all, what do you think about Neville's attitude? I mean, that's you know, and uh, and and the guy that he went up against, Jack Gallagher, is amazing. The guy is amazing. They hit a home run with him. Um, but anyway, what's your thoughts on this match? But what is your thoughts on Neville's and his attitude change? I actually, I uh, I like the heel turn. It's actually it's actually doing good. You know, um, <laughs> It's actually working out pretty well for him, you know. Him being the heel uh, character is actually getting to show more of a, uh, getting to show more, you know, my personality and uh, show more, you know, that he can actually cut cut some pretty good promos. Uh, yeah. You know, so he, he's really good. You know, he's, he's yeah, he's another good one. And I, uh, the cruiserweight match I thought was, was probably one of the best matches on the show. You know, he and um, Jack Gallagher. Although I mean, Gallagher has uh, got a, you know, like th- those headbutts are like. <laughs> it's like he, he knocks himself silly every time he uh, you know, do he does those mm-hmm. two. It's just you know, so it's just like you know, and he did about three or four of those. But it was uh, um, yeah. But, uh, I, uh, you know, I talked about. It was about, a great match. I was good. Yeah, I was so I, I talk about Jack Gallagher a lot on the show, and it's funny how you never really see um, the faces. Or if people don't know what we're talking about, good good guys, let's just say faces, you never really see them carry umbrellas. You know, a lot of the heels always have the umbrellas and they use them for bad things. Which, if you look at Jack Gallagher for WWE, he's doing some Mary Poppins type stuff. If you look at ROH and you look at Marty Scroll, you will notice that Scroll uses his umbrella. Correct? You've seen him do it, right? Yeah, yeah, so, I've seen him. That's what I'm saying. So there's a difference right there. But cause yeah. normally you don't see a fit. But but I like Jack Gallagher's style. And I think he's really good. And I think the WWE hit a home run. And I, I think Neville's good as a bad guy, but changes theme music. I, I don't like the, the, the good that it sounds just like old Neville. Just change it. You know, you're a bad guy. Come out and, and change the emotions, you know, change your, uh, change your emotions. But that match was good. Fastlane was was uh was was pretty good so far. Um, Roman Reigns defeating Braun Strowman. That match is good. Um, except for, and and, and it could be, it, you know, the fans, for some reason, they're never going to get behind Roman Reigns, no matter what the guy does. But my problem. When when you face Braun Strowman, here's my problem with Roman Reigns. Same thing with with uh, Daniel Bryan. Don't do the same move three times. You know you're gonna get caught. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you mean like when he goes to the uh, when he goes to the Superman or punch or whatever they call it or the uh, spear? Yeah, but he does it when he goes for it. When the guy's in the corner, guy's in the corner. He's going for the Superman punch. And and he and he gets boom 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 and then all of a sudden he tries it again and he gets it destroyed. It's like the same thing that Daniel Bryan used to do. Eventually you're gonna get caught. It's like why you know why be so repetitive? Do something else. 
you know, that's another thing. They talk about John Cena. Roman Reigns does the Superman punch. He does the spear. You know, he, he you know, the drive-by, the, the, you know, that's cool and everything. But do something else because I'll tell you right now, and we'll get this, we'll get this to this in a second. But my point is this, you know, Braun Strowman is a big dude. Braun Strowman and him killed that match. That match was good. The ending was perfect. Roman had a win to get to Roman's next level. But for some strange reason, Braun Strowman, I don't know what he's doing, but he's just killing it. Um, what do you think about this match? This was really good, too. Um because like I say, uh, Braun Strowman is actually, you know, he's another one of those like guy. Uh, he's really got some uh, good ag- good agility for for a guy his size. You know, he's he's really, um, you know, he's really impressed me uh, quite a bit. Uh, and um, I actually would have, you know, it's like if, the only thing I would have, I would have had him with the match actually go to either go to a no contest or or have Strowman win, and they could have done the rematch at WrestleMania. But you know they're doing Reigns versus the Undertaker, but I would have rather seen a rematch of WrestleMania with these two. Yeah, because it was well, really good. Well, I, I mean, I, I, I uh, let me ask you something. Who, who? Speaking of Undertaker and, and speaking of WrestleMania, two two things that I happen to really love: <laughs> WrestleMania and Undertaker. Well, I should say WrestleMania and Undertaker because I was watching WrestleMania, and you know when WrestleMania one first came out, you know nineteen eighty five. Um. So, so anyway, Undertaker. All right. So here's my deal about this. I, I would, I want to see. I wanted to see Undertaker versus Reigns, and the reason why I want to see it is because I want the Undertaker to go over. And the reason why I want the Undertaker to go to go over is, let's say the end of 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 the match. Let's just say, and Roman, you know, Roman gets up, and he, you know, Undertaker, you know, tells him, you know, I got your respect. I'm thinking maybe the fans will respect him if he knows that the Undertaker is behind him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I do, yeah, I do know what you're saying. Yeah, I was actually thinking about myself. Um, if, yeah, I mean, if, if, you know, they have the match and Taker wins, and then you know, like you say, he, you know, he raises Roman's arm afterwards and pretty much, you know, like gives him the uh, seal of approval or whatever. I don't, I don't know. I mean, maybe the, you know, I mean, because if they make Roman win, the fans are going to hate him more. You just beat the Undertaker, you know, um, other than, or maybe you turn him heel. And, and you don't do a Shawn Michaels, when Shawn Michaels turn heel, to, you know, for the good guys, like when he turned heel on Hogan or you know, or he went batshit crazy on the Undertaker. He wasn't a heel when he when he when he took out Ric Flair. But people said another thing. People said about Sean, you know, he shouldn't beat Ric Flair like that. And you know, my take on the whole my take on the whole on 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 those is this. This is what the problem is with, with Roman Reigns. He's not getting over by the fans because the fans out there. They wanted him to. They wanted Dana. It, it, it just goes back to it. Everybody that I speak to, I'll ask them, how come you don't like Roman Reigns? And they'll say, the 2015 Royal Rumble. That's why you don't like him, because your guy didn't win? I mean, that's crazy. Move on, you know. Um, John Cena, why don't you like him? Because he does five moves. 
John Cena does more than five moves. I mean, come on. I, I, I've seen John do more than five moves. And, and, and you know, I, I just think that people are picky, and that's their, that's their wrestlers, and I got it. But, you know, it just bothers me sometimes because I see a lot of potential in Roman Reigns. I think he's really good. I think his mic work needs to be to be better, and that's why I think they need to turn him heel, like you were just talking about Neville. I think his emotions will come out, and he'll stop saying, I'm the guy. Now he's saying, this is my yard. He's supposed to be saying that to the Undertaker. This is my yard now. Yeah, no, yeah, I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, about uh, you know guys like Tim and Cena who were like con- who were you know, like booed all the time for whatever reason. You know, yeah. So, but um, yeah, I mean, you know, and the then and saying, then like, you got the other. I was going to say, then you got the other side of it. You know, people are people are cheering the hell out of the the heels again. They are like wow. They're like loving everything the heels do. It's like some of the heels. It's like cra- It's like it's like crazy. But um, but there's a match in the card. But to me, I thought I thought Roman Reigns. I'll say this: the best match of the night to me was Roman Reigns versus Braun Strowman. I I I loved the match. I loved the way the two worked. The only thing is, like like I said, I'm tired of of Roman being repetitive, like, you know, change it up a little bit, um, because you're going to get caught, and it looks uh, so predictable, but, I mean, that's my opinion, I mean, but, um, I got to tell you, this Raw match, the women's match, I was very disappointed, and I'll let you go first, because I got a couple of things I want to say about it, but, and, and, uh, and I'll just tell you that, so I'll let you talk it, and I'll, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll wait for the answer. Um, women's uh, champion um, Bailey defeated Flair. What did you think of the match? I thought the match was good. I wasn't too crazy about the finish. You know, Sasha interfering when Dana wasn't even out there. But, uh, you know, I guess I thought the match was good. I was a little surprised that they had Charlotte's pay-per-view streak in at at uh, at uh, one. You know, at, at this one at this show. I mean, I thought they were going to hold off until WrestleMania to do for that, but. Uh, you know, I mean, I, um, like I said, I, th- I thought it was a really good match. The finish, you know, the finish was kind of like I thought. It was, I thought it was going to be a DQ when Sasha and Charlotte started started to uh, go at it, but uh, they, you know, then they, uh, yeah, they they had Bailey in the uh, Charlotte's pay per view streak, which I was like I said, I was kind of surprised that happened on the, uh, you know, on on a, on, a, on one of these shows, you know, because I thought they were going to save it to, for WrestleMania. You know, but it was a good, you know, it was a good match though. Now, here's where I'm gonna I'm gonna disagree with you on on the match part. On well, on the match part, the match was money. Charlotte was on the money. Charlotte was great. Bailey, you see botch after botch after botch. I like Bailey, and that's another thing. People are probably gonna say, "Oh, Woody, hey Bailey, no." I like Bailey. I love Bailey. I, I think she's phenomenal. Um, but but uh, she didn't have it that night, and the better woman didn't win. And that's another thing. Sasha Banks should stop coming down and and interfering because it just doesn't make any sense to me. I mean, you know, you want Charlotte do it the right way. I mean, I mean, you know, stop interfering. I, I understand that she wants to you know help her friend. 
and the justice and everything, but you already helped your friend win a, a, a WWE championship. It was almost like what happened with Mick Foley when Mick Foley got help from, you know, Austin DX. And it's like, you owe those guys, you know. Yes, he beat The Rock, but I don't know. It just, just to me didn't make any sense. But Bailey, she messed up a couple of times. And you could see it. If you guys want to watch the replay, of course, oh, it's on the network. But Bailey just didn't have it. And they made Bailey out to be, like, the best at night. And really, this was Bailey's worst match. Really? Uh, really? I, you know, I, really, I didn't really notice it, that she was, like, botching up that, that much. But, you know, I mean, check, everybody, check has, everybody has it off the Yeah, but this is – I get that. But, when you know what it is, too, and the problem that, that, that I have? I have a best friend that trained – that helped train me and – get me ready for wrestling, kind of. And he used to tell me, you're never going to look at wrestling the same. Once you get in the business, it's going to ruin it for you. And it really doesn't ruin it for me. Sometimes it ruins it for my friends, because I'll be sitting there saying, oh, look at what Bailey's doing. Oh, look at this move, or look at that move. And sometimes I I, I get to educate my nephew as well, and and tell him what's going on. And um, when he watched the match himself, and I wasn't with them. When I came down the stairs to get water, he 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 turned around. He he turned around. He turned around and he turned around and said, um, "My nephew turned around and said, what happened with Bailey? She messed up the match.'" And I'm like, "You seen it?" And she's like, "He's like, yeah." So he's seen it. I mean, you know. But I, you know, that's just one. Uh, that's just one. Um, one one thing that I know is okay. So, but other than that, I mean, I I don't know. And and you're right about the other. You're right about the other thing. Yeah, uh, you you mean to have a break and have an off night or whatever. Uh, anyway, uh, so um, then what happened? Uh, then then where do we go from here? Oh, then the Goldberg debacle. The Goldberg debacle. I mean, this is the funniest story. I anticipated Jericho was going to come out. But I figured Jericho was going to come out. I figured they would let him do a match. I didn't think they were going to start, they were going to do this thing again where where every time Goldberg wrestles someone, he's going to break a record. Well, yeah, I, I actually kind of figured that they were going to do that as soon as they announced the match. I knew it was just going to be like, you know, bell rings, spear, jackhammer, and then that, <laughs> that was going to be it. I, I kind of I knew it was going to happen as soon as the match was announced. But, you know, so, yeah. Um, you know, like having Chris Jericho come out and then it's like the, the, his theme song is still going and the bell rings and then it's like, you know, Owens was distracted by it. I, but, you know, I thought that was a little, that was a little off. But, uh, you know, because like. Yeah. You know, because like, I don't know, well, we saw the next night Goldberg took the F5, but it was just, you know, like, I don't know, because we have, haven't really seen Goldberg in, two, in, well, in any kind of lengthy kind of match since he's been back. But, you know, because he, he beat Brock in, 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 in less than a minute and a half in November. So it was like, it was like you know, I guess, you know, like, if if Owens got a longer match out of him, it might have made him, I don't know, if, if Goldberg would have looked, you know, like weaker, but, you know, because it's like, oh, yeah, he beat Brock in a minute and a half, but he, he had a, you know, I'm just if you're from the story end of it, but uh, you know, like maybe you know, it was like if Kevin Owens had got a, it would have been nice to say a competitive match, but it would have been like, you know, like 
okay, you know, it's like to some fans it would have been like, okay, he beat you know, he beat Brock in under two minutes, but he uh, but it, right. it took him a little longer to beat up to beat uh, Kevin Owens. But, yeah, um, but I don't know. Yeah, I see what you're saying. I I I just am, and uh, because you know that WrestleMania, he's going to be in a fight for his life with Brock. It's not going to last 22 seconds, and I and I think Brock's going to take it um, because I I I just don't see. You know, I just don't see Goldberg beating Brock again. Um, and then, of course, Owens. You know, and, and again, send send you know send your you know send your um con, you know your congratulations to Chris Jericho as well. You know, Jericho comes out. You know, break the walls, plays. What's his name? Owens gets distracted. Bam! There you go. So, there you go. Yeah. But that's what I'm thinking. I mean, I I I certainly um. I certainly want to see. Uh, I certainly want to see more, um, more, more, more stuff. I don't know. It, it's, it's like you know. We I get what they're doing, but I don't know. Maybe I don't know. And it also, I, I also, I think I figured it out too, because I was saying, I wonder how they're going to wrap this up by eleven o'clock. You really going to wrap it up with me at eleven o'clock? You know, at eleven o'clock. I don't know, but, but that's uh, that was. That to me, uh, to me, it was just a prelude to the end. Um, and you know, people were making a big deal out of it. Oh, Kevin Owens lost to a uh, to a uh, you know a part timer. Big deal. I mean, you you know, you go in in this wrestling business knowing what you're going to do. And Kevin Owens has been a solid Universal Champion. Kevin Owens is a solid wrestler. He's another guy that people say, oh, he needs to drop weight. You know what? Kevin Owens is another guy that could fly around the ring like a cruiserweight. You know? Oh yeah, no, I've yeah, I've seen him. You know, I've I've been watching him since like you know well, yeah. five or six years now. Since you know, <laughs> yeah. I saw I saw him when he was the Ring of Honor champion. You know, so yeah, no, I mean I've I've, I've seen what you know Kevin Owens can do in the ring. You know, yeah, the, the guy, yeah, he's a, he's another guy who you know who you know who's got a lot of you know agility too, in addition to you know for for a guy his for a guy his size. Yeah, um, but, but yeah, you know, I think yeah, he had a good, you know, his run with the title was, was a little over six months. I thought it was, you know, I thought it was, a, I thought it was a pretty decent run. You know, yeah, like I say, yeah, it's kind of a shame that they had him drop it to a part time, but you know, I knew it was. Right, you know, I like, mean, I, I wasn't but surprised here's at the all. thing, though. I wanted, listen, here's the thing. I wanted Goldberg. I wanted Goldberg to take on Brock with the title on the line because it would make things interesting. And also I wanted Chris Jericho to get his revenge against uh, Kevin Owens. I wanted to see a grudge match. I wanted to see some emotion, and now we're going to get it out of Jericho. This is going to be, I bet you this match is going to be the best, probably the best match on the card because there's so much raw emotion with Jericho and, and Owens, and, and it just looks, uh, looks like it's going to be really good. But other than that, I thought it was uh, I thought it was good. I thought I thought the pay per view was worth it. I mean, for nine ninety nine, um, you know, people that's another thing. People are complaining that there's too many pay per views. Well, you know what? To me, to me, it doesn't bother me because I love wrestling. But if you if you're a part time wrestling fan and you like WrestleMania and you like Survivor Series or the Big Four, just stay with that thing, you know. But if you have the nine ninety nine, it'll get you. It'll get you everything, and you don't have to watch that pay-per-view. You could say, you know what, forget it. Because I'll tell you what, though. The person that's spending 
the money to purchase it on the plat on you know on 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 from the providers, they're losing money. They're they're losing money. But I don't know. Just just to me, nine ninety nine a month is not making or breaking. You know what I'm saying? People have it. They're gonna spend it that way. But I yeah. think I think well, yeah, that's I, what I. Yeah, but I mean, the, 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 I mean that's the reason what the, that you know the network is why I watch these shows. If they were on traditional pay per view, I wouldn't I wouldn't be getting all these for forty five fifty five. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! I'm the same, Tony. Tony, when I'll tell you funny stories. You know, when I worked for, um, I worked for, you know, a company. You know, when I worked, I worked for this company, and I had a lot of friends, and they used to take the pay per views, and they used to let me have it or whatever. But then, you know, then I I left the company, and I I wasn't working for them, and I moved on, and it's like I went to this other company. There wasn't really that many wrestling fans. And that now you're talking like, you know, 2000, so 2005, you know, you're talking, you know, different brand pay-per-views. And I'm like, I'm not paying this price for that. I'll, I'll pay for like a, a, a four, you know, either a Survivor Series or Royal Rumble, whatever. But now I don't have to do that. As a matter of fact, there was a lot of pay-per-views where I didn't watch it. I actually got to watch a lot of, a lot of pay-per-views. Um, that I haven't watched, so a lot of brand split pay per view. So I'm glad that there's the network for nine ninety nine, and you know who knows. Um, but that's that's what I thought about Fastlane. I thought Fastlane was really, it was it was good, you know. And uh, it get, it's getting me ready for WrestleMania. Um, I thought Monday Night Raw was good because because you know things are heating up for Monday Night Raw. Um. You know, uh, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn had another good match, but but that's uh, it looks like they're getting it. It looks to me like they are get like they are getting um, everything ready for WrestleMania, and uh, and I think it's going to be pretty good. I think the show is going to so far it's starting to shape up. Um, speaking of shaping up, it looks like um, it looks like there might be an engagement at WrestleMania. I'll tell you what? An engagement at WrestleMania. What an engagement. Like a proposal. Um, Jim Ross posted... Jim Ross... Um, Jim Ross posted um, in his blog um, over at jrsbarbecue.com. He talks about um, word on the street has it that John Cena... Will propose to Nikki Bella at WrestleMania on WrestleMania second. That's speculation, and if it, co- it, it he says that's speculation, and if it comes off, it will be the tremendously newsworthy, perhaps even more than if Cena was booked higher in a profile bout than in the mixed tag team which he is booked. So that's what. Oh. He heard somewhere that Cena might actually pop the question to Nikki. Yeah, he says it's speculation, and if it comes off, it will be like he, that's. So that's what he that's what he heard. Um, but you never know. I thought that too one day. You know, I said when they put them together, I said maybe that'd be funny. You know, he'll pull like a uh, what Paige did to Alberto Del Rio, and uh, she proposed to him. Hell yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, well, I don't know how many people. I mean, there's the people in the arena saw that one because that was an independent show. Because, I mean, if this happens, it's going to be a WrestleMania. Many of the fans will be seeing this. Imagine, imagine if if he does that. That would be the ultimate. Hey, you know, not not for nothing, but they're kissing in the ring, which which is weird. <laughs> Which is so weird for you know to see them together. I think they're going to make a great tag team. I did like them um, uh, when they took on Carmella and uh, James Ellsworth. But uh, even though James Ellsworth, it's it's just so weird to see them to see them wrestling um, together. But I think it's going to come out pretty good. SmackDown's been really on fire lately. Um, you know, I think SmackDown for some reason has become almost like the better show than Raw. I think it has been too. Maybe I'm. I think you know. Maybe some. Well, in part, maybe I think part of it is because it's two hours and not three and some. But it's. Uh, I, I, yeah, I, I think SmackDown has, has become uh, the better show too. There's sometimes the the, the, the booking has been has had more real uh, real real uh, realism to it. You know, it's yeah. not like everybody or everybody's got to like pose to the camera and you know stand on the different spots on the stage or you know do this or that to you know to pop the younger fans or whatever. SmackDown, SmackDown has more of a more sort. I don't know, not necessarily maybe a grittiness, but it does definitely has more of a realist, real, realistic feel to it. Yeah, I agree, especially with the with the stuff that. The stuff that is happening with Bray Wyatt and 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 Randy Orton, how Randy Orton just you know, just just what do you call it? He burnt down the house that Bray Wyatt built. I mean, he figuratively and there's no PG no more. I don't want to hear PG thirteen. I don't want to hear the PG era because they don't do that. You know, they can't say they're PG when you have Randy Orton taking the fire and. It's just weird that they're going back to this stuff with Randy Orton, and then and they're going back to it's like almost like it's crazy. And I I love the Randy Orton Bray stuff. I think Bray Wyatt is talented. I think they should turn him face. Actually, I thought that's where they were, where they were going with the, when uh, Orton burned the shed down. I thought it was going to be. I thought they were going to do it. That 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 was going to happen. The Bray was going to turn, wind up becoming being the face in the in the, in the angle, right? You know, in the feud here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I wonder yeah. if Sister Abigail is really under there. I mean, I heard for years that Sister Abigail might be his real life sister that's been training in W in NXT or WWE or the training center. Um, I don't know. I, that'd, that'd be kind of weird, you know. I, I don't know who. I don't know who they get to play as the character if, if they actually did. If they actually did decide to have her have her on this. You the know, rumor had it that they were going to. I was going to say the rumor had it that they were going to have his real life sister play it. I don't know. That 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 you know you hear all these speculations and 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 you you know you read all these things and you know we don't we don't know, you know. Um, but before before we move on to ROH, because we are going to be talking about ROH, because ROH has some great stuff coming up. It's their 15th anniversary, year anniversary show, and it's going to be in Vegas. A couple of things I want to run past you. Number one, Ravishing Rick Rude is going into the Hall of Fame. I, you know, and to me, it's about time, but I'm glad he's in. Um what is your thoughts on the whole same class so far this year? I think it's a strong lineup. You know, I mean, Rick Rude is definitely uh, a, 
a very a definitely a deserving uh, deserving guy to go in there. Uh, I mean, you know, it's like he was like one. He was really like one of the. Uh, he was really, really like a, one of the best heels. You know, it's like a you know, like a, he was one of those guys uh, who was you know, it's like he was like really you know, it's like the the, 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 the character was just so you know you know like he made he made himself so so hateable, you know, and this yeah. whole stuff with the with the Jake the Snake and the Cheryl Roberts and all that stuff, um, you know, and, and just yep. being, you know, you know, and, and just running down the fans, you know, say, you know, just every town, you know, every town he was in, you know, doing the whole mm-hmm. thing where he's taking the robe off and just showing, showing mm-hmm. off his abs and stuff, you know, I mean, that was just like, looking yeah. back on him, and it's like, you know, that's just, you know, it's like, that's just tremendous heel work there, you know, and, and, and he was really, mm-hmm. you know, he could, go, he could go in the ring too. He had some, he had some great matches. You know, and then I saw yeah. him in a match. I saw him against Sting, I think, and uh, you know, I saw yeah. I saw him against Steamboat in WCW. Yeah, um, well, his I, matches with I, his I, matches in WCW were really good. Um, his matches with the, in WWF was really good too. And uh, you know, and he took on he, another thing too. He had a lot of he had a lot of uh, matches with the Ultimate Warrior, and um, and you know, a lot of people put down the Ultimate Warrior's work. Um, and may he rest in peace. And Ultimate Warrior was was larger than life character for WWE. Charisma wise, he had the charisma. Um, but Rude, I can tell you right now though, you know Rude also Ravishing Rick Rude did something that nobody's ever done, and that is show up on Monday Night Raw and Nitro at the same time. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my uh, God. Yeah. I, you know, that's a. Uh... Yeah, he's in a yeah, black it, suit. He's in a black suit in the beginning of the show, and boom, in in the second in in Monday Night Raw, he's in a brown suit with Shawn Michaels, and uh, with just uh, DX. He was an original member of of uh, DX, though. So he was he was the original, and also oh, yeah. Yeah, also you forget too. A lot of people might not remember either, forget either, but he was also involved um, with ECW. You yeah, know, he, he, he did a lot of he, he did a lot of work with them. Where he shows up, uh, you know, with the bike gimmick and the motorcycle, and he takes it off, and it's and it's him. So, you know, it just it just goes to show you that a guy like that. One of the things I liked about him was he could say and do whatever he wanted. When he went out to the ring, he would say something like this: <clears throat> "What I'd like to have now is for all you fat, out of shape, Jersey sweat hogs." Keep the noise down while I take my robe off and show these ladies what a real man is supposed to look like. And then he'd say, hit my music. Or when he would talk to Mean Gene, he would say, hold the mic up, divot head. You know, something like that. Yeah, a lot of yeah, stuff like that, you know, like little things like that that you don't really see as much. Like yeah. you were saying about that with, uh, with me and Gene. Right. It was like, oh, yeah, okay, David, I'd pull the, uh, yeah, right. the mic up here. But yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, you know, or or, yeah. uh, or how about this? I was going to say, or how about this one? It's a perfect, it's a ravishing, you know, ravishing day, you know, Don, tur- it's celebrate Turkey Day the ravishing way. It's like he had that. And then he had enough to where he can do commentary if he wanted to. He can talk if he wanted to. Rude was one of the great talkers. And also he had a great set of moves. And the Rude Awakening was, was a really good move for that time. Not many people had an impact move. 
And him and Jake the Snake Roberts were really good opponents. And also we had Bobby Heenan, the manager. The, the brain was out there. Um, but the problem is, is is that here we go again. They book Ultimate Warrior versus Ravishing Rick Rude in a cage match, and they put and they put Warrior over yet again. So and uh, and and that's what happened. But I liked Rick Rude, and, and I and I thought that Ravishing Rick Rude um, should have gotten a nod. But I like all the I like all the inductees this year so far. I I, I can't complain. I like the Rock and Roll Express came in. Um, you know, I like. I would love to see. I would love to have seen more tag teams from our era in WWF. But I mean, they Rock and Roll Express was in. Uh, they did wrestle a couple of times for WWE. But I don't know. It's just. It's just uh, yeah. one of those things, you know. Well, yeah. I mean, they've been inducting other, you know, like wrestlers who necessarily who like. Abdul the Butcher or Antonio Inoki, they've inducted and then you know, and Abdul never had a match there. But you know, they they you know, inducted him a few years right. ago. Same same with you know, Inoki. He wasn't you know, his you know, he was best known for his you know, run in Japan. Yeah. But, uh, you know, but yeah, so yeah, I mean you know, like you know, it's, I think you know, I, I like it that they're actually inducting people who are, you know, who are who were big big names, not you know, like that not necessarily not for WWF, but even, you know, like for for any you know, the NWA or WCW, or for you know guys who are around you know, like Pan or Mexico, you know, like Mill Masker or some of them, whoever you know, like mm-hmm. guys like that. Yeah, yeah, but Mill Masker has did compete in the ring for WWE at a Royal Rumble. I mean, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> you know, uh, you know he did. Right, I yeah. mean, guys like guys like uh, I'll, I'll give you one. Uh, let's see, there's there's a couple of guys I could I could say. Um, I'm trying to think. What the heck? Uh, I'm trying to think. Um, Vern Gagne. <laughs> How funny right. was that? Yeah. That they induct Vern Gagne into the WWE Hall of Fame, and Vince McMahon picked his pockets. Like, yeah, I mean, the, everyone who was in the WWF in the '80s all were fr- were from the AWA, including you know, you know like, yeah. uh, r- r- wrestlers and, and announcers. Or yeah, I'm, but uh, I, I understand why they did it because McMahon acquired the right, the video rights to AWA and all that other yeah. stuff. I it just, it just this this class looks good, and I like Teddy Long's in it, DDP's in it, Kurt Angle. I like that Kurt Angle's in it. Kurt Angle should be a, a, a WWE Hall of Famer. Um, same thing with DDP. And uh, and here's a trivia question for you. Well, uh, everybody probably knows this by now, but DDP actually was in WrestleMania 6, driving the Cadillac. Do you know why? Actually, that is a trivia question. I'll ask you that. Do you know, do you know why he was driving? You know, do you know why DVT got the gig? Um, actually, no. I, I know it was for the, with uh, the Rhythm and Blues uh, segment. Uh, but I, right. But, I, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, no, how, how did he wind up getting that? Because, because... He had the black. He had the Cadillac. He had the pink Cadillac, and somebody reached out to, or he reached out, or somebody reached out to him, um, and said WWE is looking for a Cadillac, and he ended up driving the Cadillac from Florida, all the way down um, to uh, Toronto. Wow. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, uh, later on. And then, of course, later on, he got into WCW. And that was another guy that people didn't think 
that he was going to, to be a wrestler. And look at Diamond Dallas Page. He made it, you know. And Diamond Dallas Page was so good. I actually, believe it or not, it's funny. Um, I actually like Diamond Dallas Page when, he, when he's doing the, when he did the Monday Nitros on the DVDs. I like that. I mean, and of course I liked his WWF, uh, WWE stuff when he stalked The Undertaker's wife. And uh, he was really, he, he was another guy that could play a heel. I mean, yes, he was, I think he was the first people's champion, kind of. I guess, yeah, he probably was. I mean, because I know, like, when he was in WCW, I know he started out. I mean, he he was he was really good as a heel, you know, with, uh, you know, when he was feuding with uh, Johnny B. Bad in, like, 1995. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, on the beginning of the Nitro era, and, you know, the whole with, um, yeah, then he, uh, with the whole thing with him and uh, Kimberly and all that, you know, everything they were doing. His matches with yeah, Randy Savage later on. Yeah, uh, I was going to say, what happened with, what happened with him and, uh, Dave Sullivan, Evad or whatever. I really didn't like Dave Sullivan. Yeah. I kind of, I kind of didn't like the the, the character. Um, I did feel sorry for him, but I was gonna say I really, I don't know. For me, for me, for yeah. me, yeah, yeah, no, uh, I know what you mean. The, char- for me, the character was kind of for me. That's right. For me, that's like seeing Eugene take on Triple yeah. H. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. And 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 the and the uh, the whole thing, but. But that's, you know, but we're talking right now, this is Pro Wrestling Now with Magic Mike uh, for our episode number 95. I got Tony on the line. We're talking, right now we're talking Hall of Famer. We're talking Hall of Famers. And we were talking about the WWE. Um, that's going to really get us good. That's going to really, that I'm looking forward to that weekend. I'm looking forward to the, and they changed it this year. Um, normally, it's, uh, normally it's NXT Hall of Fame. WrestleMania this year they're going they they reversed it a little bit to give it that Saturday night spot you know yeah yeah they they decided to switch it this year uh, you know I don't know why yeah. but you know I mean it should be a fun you know it should be you know the whole thing was always good to watch you know so whatever I yeah it it it, it and, and 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 the past Hall of Fames are are pretty uh, the past Hall of Fames are pretty good because sometimes you miss uh, certain things. And uh, I mean, certain, certain. I I just want, and I like Bez Phoenix. Um, I forgot that she's married to Edge. Yeah, you know, I kept forgetting that too. But yeah, yeah, that that's yeah, they're married. They're married. I, I think they have at least one kid. They they have they have. I don't know. They have. So I don't know. I don't know what. But I I don't. Think Tony is speculating. <laughs> I'm not speculating. I'm. I'm, I'm I, I think I've actually heard uh, that you know they they've actually have. I love they, they I do love have it. Kids. I love it. Oh man. Uh, let's get let's get on to the uh let's get on to the ROH side of things. Um I have a good friend and I'll give him a shout. He's a good friend of mine. His name is Matt Sells. Matt Sells is he's doing some good things. I mean, um you've probably seen him for ROH. He's been he he got destroyed a couple of times. Um but the guy is a great guy, and uh, he goes by Matt Lana. You probably have seen him. He's he's, he's really uh, he's he really might have popped talented. up on uh, yeah he might have popped up on ROH TV a couple times. He did. He wrestled uh, Adam. Uh, I think it was Cole or Page. I think I um, I get them yeah, two mixed up yeah, all the it time. It was uh, uh, Page is the one known as the Hangman. He's got the noose. Yeah, I I, I get those two mixed up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
Yeah, yeah, I think it was, anyway, uh, yeah, it was Adam Page. That, that, he destroyed uh, Adam Page. Destroyed. Um, he destroyed Matt, and uh, and Matt's a great guy. And like I said, Matt's a good friend of mine. And we talk about you know Matt's all over the independent scene. He wrestles for Pro Wrestling Magic. That's where I met him. Um, and he he you know he's a big ROH guy, and and uh. And I, I've been, like I say, man, you know, ever since like 2015, I've been a really big ROH fan, and I love it. And it's just getting, uh, to me, it's getting better. Um, but when you talk about ROH, um, you know, you got to go, you got to go to, you know, you got to go to New Japan Wrestling. That's another thing. Um, on the, uh, it was on the uh, 26th, Honor Rising where they do a, they kind of do a combined show with ROH and, and uh, New Japan Wrestling. You know, we got to see Delirious um, wrestling a match. We got to see, um, what do you call it, Hanson and Rowe wrestle uh, Nick Jackson. Yeah, they were there, Adam, uh, Adam Cole. And uh, Adam yeah. Cole uh, and uh, Yoshihashi for the uh, for the championship on the on the second night. Silas team with uh, Jado and Ghetto yeah. on the first night, and then with Jado on the second night. Right. It, it just, so, yeah. it just so yeah, let, yeah. I was I gonna say so. Let's shows. start right. I was gonna say so. Let's start there in New Japan, um, because they have a strong tie as as everybody as everybody knows. Now let's head over to um, let so now let's from there let's jump on to if I have it, which I'm sure I do, somewhere in here. Um, oh yeah, okay. Um, where is oh here it is I got it right here, ROH Manhattan Mayhem um, I believe what was it number uh, seven, no number six right? Um, I I think it might yeah I might have might have been yeah, number, number six, six. Uh, yeah yeah I don't know whatever. um what do you call Christopher Daniels uh defeated TKO Ryan now I wasn't there live so I didn't see it but. Dalton Castle defeated Cole Cabana, and I'm reading. I'm reading. Um, what do you call? It? I'm reading like the, you know, the match and stuff. And uh, they said that this was a solid comedy match. Now the reason why I'm bringing it up is because this is important. ROH Television Champion Marty Scroll defeated Sanjay Dutt to retain his title. Um, Dragon Lee defeated Will Ospreay. Here's the interesting part. ROH champion, tag team champions, the Young Bucks, defeated Leo Rush and Jay White to retain their titles. The Hardys appeared after the confront the Bucks, leading a title match between the teams. The Hardys defeated the Young Bucks to win the ROH tag team championship. Matt Taven yeah. won a battle royal. I was going to say, hold on. Matt Taven won a battle royal and for a future shot, which Matt Taven's another... another um, Another, what do you call, another good up-and-comer. Cody, Hangman Page, and Frankie uh, Kazarian defeated the Briscoes and Jay Lethal. The match was mostly a brawl, um, they, it, it, it says, okay? Um, then ROH champion Adam Cole defeated Bobby Fish to retain his title. Cole uh, won with a roll-up with a handful of tights. Bullet Club tried to beat down Fish after, which led to, here we go again, Bully Ray 
making the save and saying that he's now an ROH. What's your thoughts on the Hardys uh, when you've seen that? Yeah, I, I actually read the ongoing uh, recap on um, online, and then when the Hardys came in, I was, uh, that that was a really nice swerve because this like the show was like you know because going into it, you know, it was like you know six days before the anniversary pay per view. I didn't really I didn't think anything was going to happen at the show, but it was just you know they had the Hardys show up, they had them win the titles, and I, I that was a really uh, surprising you know that was a really surprising moment there. Uh, I, you know, like I said, the Hardys so far you know have been the you know, the, the whole broken uh, brilliance and all that stuff that that stuff has been has been really amazing. I, you know, all the stuff that the Hardys have done and with the with all that stuff with uh, you know being you know the, the being broken and the going for uh, you know being on the expedition for the gold and all that stuff. I think I, I, I mean Matt really uh, is he he does that character. So Jeff too. I mean they both do those kids. Those they both do <laughs> yeah. The, that so well, you know, and it's, and it's, I think I think it's great. You know, it's you know, you know, it's, I mean, we knew we were going to get the Hardys versus the Bucks at the uh, on uh, April first at SuperCard, but now uh, now we're going to be, um, yeah, I was I was surprised that they were actually on this show and they they actually decided to switch the belts and, and put them on the Hardys, which I mean, I I think you know, the, I think it was a good move. You know, it was it was a good move. It definitely, uh, yeah, definitely surprised everybody. Now they now the Hardy Boys have other belts, don't they? They do. They yeah. They showed them on the Impact. They beat uh, three other teams. One one team was Super Crazy and Psychosis in some Mexican promotion that Conan is running. <laughs> which Conan is back mm-hmm. in TNA, by the way. Oh, I didn't. Oh yeah, right with LAX, right? Yep. Yeah, I yeah. I, I read. Uh, I've been reading stuff about that stuff. Um. um I, as I said, I'm not really into TNA. I, I, I will check it out because of uh, because of Bruce Prichard. I I listen I, I listen to his show, his show religiously, and um, I think it's I think it's a great show. Um, you know, Bruce Prichard's show is it's unbelievable. But but before we get on to before we get into this. Um, and and that show is called something to wrestle with. And uh, Conrad Thompson, he does a great job. Um, you know, Conrad was with Ric Flair on Ric Flair's show and uh, his podcast, and then and then uh, then he did uh, you know then he did with the Bruce, and now he's doing with um, with Tony Schiavone. What what happened when he's doing? And he talks about you know WC all things WCW, and of course Bruce talks about WWE. But here's the shocker that most people don't know. There's a site called Pro Wrestling Tees, and I love that site. It's called Pro. I've been I've been talking about it for a long time now, and I get a lot of my wrestling shirts from there. Anyway, I got my I got two shirts from Bruce Pritchard. I got a shirt. Um, I got I got a shirt that said, um, "What do you call it? this? Is not a rib," and it had like you know all the characters. And their gimmick. Um, so I got that shirt, and then I got another shirt. And anyway, so that day, after I ordered the shirts, I'm sitting home, and I'm listening to a Bruce Pritchard, uh, you know, his podcast. And the next thing I know, I get a phone call, and it was a restricted number. And got the voice on the line goes, I said, hello. He says, uh, hello, is this um, Mike Ferrara? 
I said, yeah. He goes, hi, Mike. This is Bruce Pritchard. I said, Bruce Pritchard. He goes, yeah, I just called to thank you for buying my shirt, you know. And he said, and this is not a rip. You know, this is the real Bruce Pritchard. And I, I, I spoke to Bruce before, so I knew it was him. But he spoke with me for like four minutes. And for him to thank me for buying one of his shirts, I mean, that was crazy. I mean, that, that never happened to me before. No, yeah, that's that's pretty amazing. Yeah, so I don't, I didn't even I didn't even know that you got the shirt because uh, you know, I mean, it's it's on the when you when you when you fill out the sheet the number you put your phone number in so and uh, and uh, every and when you buy it from their store they can keep track of um of who who purchased it and that's how we got my number um but. He they advertise they advertise like buy a shirt and Bruce could call you but I don't, I didn't think he called everybody I mean Tony Schiavone does the same thing I mean that's what they say but who knows I mean you know it's a good gimmick I mean it's really cool that they do that um, but you know like like you know when I you know because Conrad Thompson's been on my podcast before um, and he's going to come back on again and we're going to talk about you know things that are going on with him because uh, Conrad's blowing. Uh, Blowing up. I don't know if you've seen a big head of him at uh, the Royal Rumble. They had a big Conrad Thompson uh, head, at the, head at the Royal Rumble. Um, but anyway, going going on from that story, which I thought I I, I tell you, if you like wrestling shirts and and uh, you want quality shirts, ProWrestlingTees.com. Um, they have some really good shirts. All right, cool. They have and Brother Love was. Uh, Brother Love was a great character, and Bruce Pritchard was just a great, a great guy. And uh, I got to meet him, and I got to meet him before, and uh, he was really, uh, really cool. But back to the matter at hand. This is Pro Wrestling Magic, number 95, um, 718-508-9883, talking with Tony B. about ROH. And we're talking about the 15-year anniversary show coming up in Las Vegas. Um, and, uh, you know, this is, this is there, this is it, you know, already signed ROA's championship. Um, the world champion, Adam Cole versus almighty Christopher Daniels. Yeah, this, uh, this should be a really good match. I'm thinking Daniels is going to win the belt. Yeah. Um, yeah, because the thing is, you know, when, you know, he, yeah, you know, he's been there. He was at the. I think he was at the. He headlined the very first show. Uh, right. You know, and they said that he hasn't. You know, hasn't been champion yet. And he, um, you know, and his his promos have been have been good too. Because um, I watch. You know, like I watched some of the videos on the YouTube channel, and he he cut a really great promo about how you know it's like he's done everything except be you know be world champion. And uh, right. you know, I I think this this is where they're. Uh, I I think they're gonna you know they're gonna put the they're gonna. Give you know, put the put the belt on him. Oh I, yeah. I um, it, it would be it would be pretty cool if they did that. Um, triple threat Vegas street fight. I love when they do that <laughs> when they when they go into town and they take the street fight. You know, like in Long Island, they had a Long Island street fight. <laughs> Long Island has roads <laughs> and highways. <laughs> you know. Well, they could call um, it a road fight. Triple, the same field. Yeah, right? A road yeah. fight. A triple threat Vegas street fight for the ROH 
uh, world title, tag team titles. I find this very interesting. <laughs> ROH World. If if you got if if somebody told me that Matt and Jeff would end up beating the Young Bucks for the belts on a on a basically house show, I would call you a liar. But I can't call you a liar. I got to tell you that they're going to be defending the ROH titles against the Young Bucks, uh, Matt and Nick Jackson versus Rapungi Vice. Beretta and Rocky Romero, and I tell you, Rapungi Vice, they've been killing it. Yeah, I, I saw their um, match that they, had, they just had at the 45th anniversary show against the, I forget the name, the two Suzuki Gun guys. Uh, and um, yeah, yeah, they had a really good, they had a really good match. Rapungi's a really good team. Um, I think, I think this should be a really good, you know, this should be a really. This is this is going to be a really good, you know, fun match. It's probably there's going to be a, a lot of a lot of dives and high spots in this one. I'm expecting, you know, that. Um, oh, this is going to be a high spot. This is going to be. I was going to say this is going to be a high spot. Um, a, you know, a high spot peep fan, a high spot stream. It's going to be. Um, so I I get what you're, uh, I get what you're, um, what you're saying. But yeah, it's gonna be it's, it's gonna be a really good match because yeah, because all six of those guys are really awesome. And, you know, in the ring, you know, so that's uh, they, they might keep the titles on the Hardys since they're doing them, you know, the Bucks and them. It's at the SuperCard, so I, I don't know if they'll have them, uh, the Bucks win the titles back here and then mm-hmm. you know, you know then the SuperCard match or what they're gonna do. But uh, yeah, it, but yeah. You know, no matter what, it should be uh, it should be really uh, interesting to see. Yeah, I I think it's going to be uh, I think it's going to be really um, I think it's going to be really good. I think so. That's that's it's it's uh it's outrageous. Um, some of the stuff that's been uh, that's been going on with that. So that's something to keep an eye on. I I think I think it's going to be worth it. Um, I'd like to see uh, I'd like to see more. Um, from it, I mean, who knows? It's going to be an all-in-out brawl. Uh, I wonder how many super kicks are going to get uh, thrown. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, what's uh, that's thought, always speaking a... of super kick. What's your thoughts on uh, what's your thoughts on um, Carino leaving? Yeah, that was. Uh, I'm, it's kind of you know, it's a shame that he's gone. You know, but, uh, but you know, I mean, I had heard for a while that he that he was going to be on his way out. Um, but yeah, it is kind of a shame because I, th- I thought he he really brought a lot to the to the show to the, to the show. Yeah. So the commentary was really. Well I like right. him better than Callis. I like I don't like Callis that well, but yeah, I was never really the biggest fan of his either when he was doing this, you know, commentary in ECW with Joey Styles. I I didn't think he was. Right. Yeah. You know, he's not. You know, it's like he's solid, but he's not. He's not as good as Carino. No, he's I good. Think. Right, he's good. Um. Uh, here's a match that I'm definitely going to be looking forward to seeing the most. That is, always world champion, the villain, Marty Scroll versus Leo Rush. You know me. You know I've been talking about Leo for a long time. And to watch Leo Rush on the independent scene and become become this 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 athletic and outrageous guy, it's going to be a great, I think it's going to be a great match. Um, I, I hope, I I, I, I got to go with Marty on this, but it would be nice if Leo won, but I, I think Marty's going to take it. Um, 
I do like I do like this match, and I do like Leo. And by the way, for those of you who can't see me right now, I am wearing a Feel the Rush that I got from Leo Rush uh, when uh, he was at Pro Wrestling Magic. And he's going to be at Pro Wrestling Magic in May when he tags with his tag team partner, Paul London. Can you believe that? That's, that's going to be awesome. Him and Paul London, they're going to be doing a tag team tournament together. Leo Rush and Paul London, this is for... For what happened? Is this, what, what for uh, pro wrestling magic, pro wrestling magic. He, Leo oh, Rush wow. and uh, yeah, Leo Rush and uh, Leo Rush has been wrestling for pro wrestling magic now for the past couple of months, and he had some great matches. He had a great match against Paul London. Unfortunately, he lost. Um, and Paul London, uh, but Paul London said this kid is going to be outrageous. Um, and, uh, and he's been, you know, he's been, he's been doing some pretty, uh, pretty good, good stuff. But anyway, moving on, uh, ROH World Tag Team Championship, six-man tag teamship, um, the Kingdom, Matt Taven, uh, Vinny, what is it, Muscarella, and TK O'Ryan versus Dalton Castle and the boys. So now the boys are going to be teaming up with Dalton, huh? That's crazy. Yeah, this this is probably this is this is going to be a lot of comedy in this one, you know. Cause, you know yeah. I mean, you know, Dalton, Dalton is really good though. You know, so whenever when he's in the ring, he does have, you know, he he's really good there. But you know, it's like the act is, you know, the act is great. You know, it's like in the whole thing with the boys and everything is comical. Um, you know, I mean, I, I expect it to be, you know, like I say, I expect there to be a lot of funny spots in there where they're where like, you know. Yeah, it's it's just going to be a lot of, uh, you know, like I say, it's just, it's, there might be a good, you know, good, some good spots in there, yeah, you know, and there. So there's, there should be some good wrestling in there. I expect, you know, I expect the kingdom, the kingdom to, uh, uh, to retain the to retain the uh, six man belts, but uh, you know, it it should be, you know, it should be a good a good comedy match. Top uh, top contenders match: Jay Lethal versus the infamous Bobby Fish. Um, and then, of course, Bully Ray. Uh, then I'll say Bully Ray and the Briscoes versus War Machine, Hanson and Rowe, uh, and Davy Boy Smith Jr., whom uh, we've been seeing a lot lately, uh, as he's been working for Noah. It's crazy to see him, and they're doing these angles um, that they're bringing these guys uh, these guys in. But um, those matches are going to be really good. What's your thought on those two matches? Jay Lee's with Bobby Fish should be really good. I don't know. Um, it's actually hard to pick a winner with that one because it's, it's a top contender, a top contender match. Both guys are really good. I can see this. This match could be. This could be like a real. Uh, this could be what they say sleeper uh, of the match of the night. I don't know, but uh, I, I think that one is going to be really good. And um, the other one should be. Uh, the six man should be uh, uh, Briscoe's and Bully Ray and War Machine and uh, Davy Boy Smith Jr. all in the same ring at the, together. So that, that's going to be. I expect I expected a lot. I expect the brawl to happen in that in that one. But um, I was you know, like I'm kind of surprised that we also they threw War Machine with with Davy Boy Jr. I don't remember War Machine ever turning heel. But um, that that said, you know it should be a good match because you know like. I, you know, Briscoes are a you know, really good team. And, uh, I think they've had matches with War Machine before. They're really going to go 
that have really gone. Um, they've really yeah, yeah, they've had I, a lot of a lot of plunder and stuff, and it's, it's yeah. Yeah, you know, you know, war machines. War machines yeah. have been seen. Yeah, they are, and I've been seeing a lot of them in separate, in in singles lately. Oh man, oh, yeah. it's crazy! It, it, it's crazy that you see, uh, you know, you see these. Uh, it's just, it's just, it's just people for to check out. Um, you know, just go out and check out ROHR. You're not going to be disappointed. Wrestling fans are not going to be disappointed. Uh, ROH always gives you a good show. The only thing is, it's like I said earlier, Carino's not here and. You know, it just um, and how about Nigel McGuinness now? McGuinness is with the WWE. That's that's another uh, WWE's just taking talent. Yeah, they've been doing. Yeah, I know. So yeah, yeah. Nigel does commentary now uh, for for them. Uh, we well, Kevin Kelly is, is actually going to be doing the commentary with Ian Riccoboni for the for the um, 15th anniversary show, but he's not there. He's a regular commentator for New Japan with uh, Don Callis. So I mean, right. they lost they lost their three they lost their three commentators all in all in one, you know, all in, like, all in one shot. I mean, you know, that was really uh, yeah. But yeah, I mean, you know, it's like a, yeah. So I mean, you know, it's kind of a shame that they lost all you know, but they lost, I mean, especially Kevin Kelly and Carino because I thought that they were a great that they were a great they were great together. Absolutely, they were great together. But uh, you know, I mean, and now Carino's doing some great things. I'm hearing for WWE, so I like that. I, I definitely, um, I definitely like, I definitely like that. Something to keep an eye on, uh, you know, for for the future. With but ROH, uh, to me, ROH is doing uh, is doing their thing, and I think they're I think they're really good between them and New Japan Wrestling. And there's so many other wrestling companies out there, but these are the ones that stand out in my mind. And of course, WWE stands alone. They're just that. They're just that much better. And I and they're and they've been around. And you know, but I mean, you, you never know. One day, who knows? Maybe somebody will give them competition again. I was hoping. You know, I was hoping that because uh, WC. I mean, because WCW here. No, because TNA is not giving them any competition. They're not giving them any competition. They're not making McMahon. They're not making McMahon stay up all night. That's for sure. They're not like W. They're definitely not like um, WCW was. Um, and, and you know, and WCW obviously they they burnt they 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 bought all that talent and they brought all that talent in from like WWE. Yeah, but I mean, some of them they already had before, and it didn't work out. Um, like Hall and Nash, Hall and Nash were both in WCW. But I'm looking forward to this uh, Friday night. I think it's going to be a great pay per view. Um, I think it's going to be a great anniversary. A uh, couple, uh, one, uh, one more piece of business, and then I'm going to let you go. We lost two wrestlers this week. Um, it seems that. Lately, we're on, uh, you know, it looks like 2017 has taken some of our wrestlers, um, you know, with the passing of uh, George Animal Steel and the passing of Jimmy Snooker and the passing of um, Ivan Koloff. And now it took, uh, you know, now it, it unfortunately it took out Ron Bass and uh, Cheesy died. 
Cheesy, remember uh, Cheesy Weezy Sleazy? Oh, oh, he passed away too. Yeah. Oh my God! Wow. What was his name? Uh, hold on. Let me. Uh, hold on. Let me. His his real name. Hold on. Yeah. Uh, hold on. I'll get you. I got it right here. Um. Yeah. Anyway, he passed away, and uh, and it's uh, it's it's really sad. Really, yeah, it is. I mean, it's like, really, really sad. It, it is. Yeah. Uh, hold on. Uh, I I got it right here. Let me scroll down this thing. It's crazy how that uh, how that happened. Um, oh, here it is, yeah. right here. Um, rest in peace, Larry Gibson, aka Cheesy, from WWE. Larry worked. Oh, someone said that Larry worked for their promotion, XMCW. Uh, for a couple, a couple of times, so that he's going to be missed. And of course, uh, the outlaw Ron Bass, and one of the notable feuds that he had was against Brutus the Barber Beefcake, and Brutus actually shaved him bald. Really? Okay, yeah, that was all. That yeah. was back in like the. Okay, yeah, yeah, I wasn't the. Uh... <laughs> yeah, yeah, I didn't, really, I didn't really so much Ron Bass. I mean, I did see him. Uh, you know, like I've, I've seen. Some of his stuff, you know, like they're, they're, uh, I got the first Survivor Series. Uh, I know yep. him and Beefcake had something going on. I, I, uh, I first saw him actually in, in um, the Battle Royal at WrestleMania 4. Right. Uh, but, um, um, but, yeah. Actually, I bet you you're probably not going to get this trivia question then. He used to carry a, a whip. Um, do you know what the, what his, the whip's name was? Uh, no. Pepsi. Oh, okay, okay, Betsy, okay. <laughs> I know it's a, I, I know Tony, it's a, it's a funny little, uh, tid, it's a funny little tidbit, um, about, uh, about this, um, and of course, of course, last but not least, today's International Women's Day. Which woman wrestler stands out to you the most? Oh. That's that's a tough one. I mean, there are a lot who have really, you know, made their mark on the on the wrestling business. You know, I mean, back in the day, it was you know, it was Moolah. You have to, you know, you had um, Sensational Sherry. I was always a big fan of. You know, I saw more of her, you know, her as the manager. But uh, I, I really yeah, thought right? she was really what? good. Yeah. Speaking of speaking of of, of Sensational uh, Sensational Sherry, I thought that she did a hell of a job. When she went to WCW and came out as Sister Sherry on the phone, remember that? Oh yeah, yeah, with Harlem Heat, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, oh yeah, yeah, yeah that was I, Only she could pull, only she could pull that off, and uh, and look what ended up, uh, what ended up happening. It's, uh, but to me, that's great. I, I, I think that's, uh, I think that's a wonderful, uh, I think that's a wonderful deal right there. I, I agree with you. Um, for me, it would be like you know Miss Elizabeth. Um, I did like, you know, Fabulous Moolah would be in there. Uh, Wendy Richter would definitely be in there for me because Wendy Richter was, was around when I first started watching wrestling. Well, I shouldn't say when I first started watching wrestling, but she came around it, it, towards the, you know, when when uh, the girls just want to have fun. And the, uh, you know, but because I've been a wrestling fan since 1982. So, I mean, obviously, Wendy Richter, was you know wrestling WrestleMania one she had a 
you know, match against Leilani Kai and 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 you know, there was a whole there was a whole there was a lot of ref, women wrestlers that I gravitated to. And even, you know, even today, um, as far as the wrestlers and even in the nineties, you know, and two thousands, like Lita and Trish Stratus, um, you know, and, and, and wrestlers like that. Even Jacqueline, I, I like Jacqueline. I thought Miss Jackie or Jacqueline I mean Jacqueline was really uh was really good. So wrestlers like that, um you know, women wrestlers like that really made their mark with uh with me. But Tony, uh as always I gotta thank you for calling the show. Um, you know, you're a good friend and, and you're a great guy and I love talking wrestling with you. I, I'm 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 glad uh that you were able to come on tonight. Oh, thanks. You know, just, you know thanks a lot for you know having me on. You know, whenever you want to talk. Yeah, to me, I, uh, you know, of course, man. You know, this is uh this is what we do. Um, if you're available next week, come back on the show next week. You know, we we talk about ROH and uh, stuff like that. And I'll give you a time. And if you're available, hit hit the show and you know and uh, and don't be a stranger. You know. <laughs> yeah. All right. So yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah, if you want to watch, I was going to say, if you want to watch uh, NXT, we can make it for 9 o'clock if you want. <laughs> you can come on for for 9. You can watch NXT at 8, okay. then you can call me at 9. That'd be cool. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, All right, that's where you can watch NXT. All right, Tony, thank you for calling. Right. Enjoy this pay-per-view on, on Friday. I'm sure we'll probably Facebook and we'll talk about some of the stuff and whatever. But thanks again, Tony, and I'll talk to you soon. All right, thanks a lot for having me on again. You got it, you got it. Oh. And Tony V. Every time I have him on the show, he's so knowledgeable and he's so he picks apart wrestling just like I do. And it's great to have Tony on the show. Uh seven one eight five oh eight nine eight eight three is the number. Um yeah, let's go to a commercial break. And uh, hopefully we'll get some more callers. Guys, let's go. Light up the lines. The the phone lines are open. 718-508-9883. Only on Pro Wrestling Now with Magic Mike Ferrara. Episode number 95. We're just five episodes away from 100. We're bigger. We're better. We're better. We'll be right back after we pay the bills. Attention business owners, website owners, event promoters, or anyone looking to promote your product. The Totally Driven Entertainment Radio Network is the perfect way to spread the word of your business around the world. That's right. You can advertise at our network and be played on all of our shows at rates that are so cheap. It's a no-brainer. For more information, contact Bay Ragney at bayragney at gmail.com. To keep your business driven, stay driven with Totally Driven Entertainment. Are you a fan of Sherlock Holmes? Letters from Holmes offers unique, one-of-a-kind letters from the world-famous detective himself. Handwritten on 8.5-inch by 11-inch aged parchment paper and using smudge-free ink to produce original, high-quality letters that fans will treasure for years to come. Each letter is handcrafted and written from the perspective of Sherlock Holmes, mimicking Holmes's native tongue and embracing many of the famous detective's quirks, quips, insults and peculiarities. 
Order a love letter, birthday greeting, personal correspondence or more only at www.etsy.com forward slash shop forward slash letters from homes. For $5 today, you can buy a wealth of things. Gas for your car, rent a movie for the family, a few slices of pizza. $5 still takes you a long ways. But did you know that $5 can buy your child a bag of heroin in the streets? That's right. For only $5, your son or daughter can buy some of the cheapest and purest dope in the country. Be aware of the lies. Be aware of the stealing. Be aware that's all it takes to kill your child. $5. This message was brought to you by Casey's Cause, a group of parents located in southern Chester County out to save your child's life. Come join us today at www.caseyscause.com. And remember, $5 is all it takes. Casey's Cause www.caseyscalls.com Looking for that perfect gift for your girlfriend? Then look no further than Teddy Scares. Teddy Scares are available in a variety of styles, sizes, and prices for all your shopping needs. Teddy Scares are a mix of cute and creepy to make a great gift for almost any age. Board up your windows, lock your doors, and log on to teddyscares.com. And be sure to become our friends at facebook.com slash teddyscares. Calling all comic book fans. Do you collect comics? Did you ever collect comics? Do you think your children might like reading comic books? Do you even know they still print real, paper, non-digital comic books? Well, then visit the Pirates of Ontario Street Comics in Philadelphia. We have a massive collection of comic books, action figures, trading cards, and much more. We have one of the largest stocks of back-issue comics in the area. We bag and board every new comic book at no extra charge. Our store is voted the best comic book shop in the 2013 PHL 17 Hot List Contest. Part of the movie Unbreakable is filmed in our store. We are open seven days a week. Ontario Street Comics is located at 2235 East Ontario Street in the Port Richmond section of Philly. Our phone number is 215-288-7338. Type in the words Ontario Comics Philadelphia to check out our wacky stores page on Facebook. All right, we are back with Pro Wrestling Now with Magic Mike Ferrara, episode number 95. And let me tell you about Totally Driven Radio, Totally Driven Entertainment Radio Network. We are here. Get driven, stay driven. Uh, Head on over to TotallyDrivenTV.com. And a uh, shout-out to Bay Ragney and Jess and everybody over at Poly Driven Radio Entertainment Network. They're out there. They're branching out now, and they're doing shows, and they're, they're doing so much stuff, live shows and all these podcasts, and we're doing, we're doing pretty good. Um, I love, uh, I love reading, reading all the stuff, um, the movie reviews and, and the, the um, just, just some good stuff. Just like the the uh, the the wrestling review is on there and stuff like that. It's, uh, really good stuff, and you should check it out. But uh, back back to pro wrestling now. Magic Mike Ferrara episode number ninety five. Just like I said earlier, um, you know, critiquing the the WWE. Um, I do love. Um, the scenario with the Undertaker, um, you know, versus versus Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns 
definitely they need to turn him heel because it makes sense to me. I mean, if they if they turn John Cena heel now, it wouldn't make sense because his merchandise sales are through the roof. Um, I don't know how many people, you know, want to buy Roman Reigns shirts. I know a couple of people I have a, you know, my godson, he loves Roman, but um, I, I don't know. You know, other than that, I like Roman Reigns, but I'm not crazy that I'm going to get a, a, you know, buy a T-shirt. But, you know, hey, you never know. <laughs> 718-508-9883 is the number. Do you like Roman Reigns versus The Undertaker at WrestleMania? Um, do you like the WrestleMania card? Did you like Fastlane? Um, Monday Night Raw, SmackDown. We're talking anything you want to talk. Independent wrestling. Hell, why not talk independent wrestling? If you guys want to talk that, 718-508-9883 is the number. How about we play some um, music? To because this is a this is also a you know platform where we can play music and listen to some stuff. Um, so let's. Uh, how about let's do this is. From Bon Jovi, Runaway. How about this one?
All right, welcome back to Pro Wrestling Now with Magic Mike Ferrara, episode number 95, and that was Runaway by Bon Jovi. Love that. I love that song. Love Bon Jovi. Um, love International Women's Day. That's another thing. I, I uh, If you heard me in the beginning, I did a nice little rant um, about International Women's Day and how some of the men should just, like, let the women have their day. Um, you know, some of the men are terrible. But the wrestling talk is hot right now. 718-508-9883 is the number. You want to talk to Pro Wrestling Now with Magic Mike Ferrara. This is the platform to do it. I want to hear from you. I want to hear your ideas, your thoughts about WrestleMania. Um, what do you think of Shane McMahon uh, and the whole, and I didn't get into it with Tony. Think of Shane McMahon and um, the whole thing that happened backstage with him and AJ Styles. That, to me, is going to be great because I think that's going to lead up to WrestleMania. And I would like to see, uh, I would love to see Shane win and, and get a win since, uh, you know, since his last WrestleMania was his first WrestleMania back. But I think that Shane would kick AJ Styles out of town and I, I think he would kick his butt, I think. And well-deserved. I mean, Shane has been, been really good for WWE since he came back, and he's been solid, and uh, I think they should put him over. But 718-508-9883 is the number. Uh, on this beautiful Wednesday night. So hopefully, uh, you know, let's let's go and light the boards up and uh, – you know, let's make this memorable. You know, this is my 95th show. We're coming down to 100. We got another hour. 718-508-9883 is the number. Right now, though, I will be taking another commercial break, and I'll be coming back. Attention business owners, website owners, event promoters, or anyone looking to promote your product. The Totally Driven Entertainment Radio Network is the perfect way to spread the word of your business around the world. That's right, you can advertise at our network and be played on all of our shows at rates that are so cheap, it's a no-brainer. For more information, contact Bay Ragney at bayragney at gmail.com to keep your business driven, stay driven with Totally Driven Entertainment. Are you a fan of Sherlock Holmes? Letters from Holmes offers unique, one-of-a-kind letters from the world-famous detective himself. Handwritten on 8.5-inch by 11-inch aged parchment paper and using smudge-free ink to produce original, high-quality letters that fans will treasure for years to come. Each letter is handcrafted and written from the perspective of Sherlock Holmes, mimicking Holmes's native tongue and embracing many of the famous detective's quirks, quips, insults and peculiarities. Order a love letter, birthday greeting, personal correspondence or more only at www.etsy.com forward slash shop, forward slash letters from homes. For $5 today, you can buy a wealth of things. Gas for your car, rent a movie for the family, a few slices of pizza. $5 still takes you a long ways. But did you know that $5 can buy your child a bag of heroin in the streets? That's right. For only $5, your son or daughter can buy some of the cheapest and purest dope in the country. Be aware of the lies. Be aware of the stealing. Be aware that's all it takes to kill your child. 
$5. This message was brought to you by Casey's Cause, a group of parents located in southern Chester County out to save your child's life. Come join us today at www.caseyscause.com. And remember, $5 is all it takes. Casey's Cause, www.caseyscause.com. Looking for that perfect gift for your ghoul friend? Then look no further than Teddy Scares. Teddy Scares are available in a variety of styles, sizes, and prices for all your shopping needs. Teddy Scares are a mix of cute and creepy to make a great gift for almost any age. Board up your windows, lock your doors, and log on to teddyscares.com. And be sure to become our friends at facebook.com slash teddyscares. Calling all comic book fans. Do you collect comics? Did you ever collect comics? Do you think your children might like reading comic books? Do you even know they still print real, paper, non-digital comic books? Well, then visit the Pirates of Ontario Street Comics in Philadelphia. We have a massive collection of comic books, action figures, trading cards, and much more. We have one of the largest stocks of back-issue comics in the area. We bag and board every new comic book at no extra charge. Our stores voted the best comic book shop in the 2013 PHL 17 Hot List Contest. Part of the movie Unbreakable is filmed in our store. We are open seven days a week. Ontario Street Comics is located at 2235 East Ontario Street in the Port Richmond section of Philly. Our phone number is 215-288-7338. Type in the words Ontario Comics Philadelphia to check out our Wacky Stores page on Facebook. Uh, we are back. This is Pro Wrestling Now with Magic Mike for our episode number 95. And um, if you guys want to message me on Facebook, all you have to do and and like my, if you want to go on to my page, my Facebook page is Pro Wrestling Now with your host, Magic Mike. And my Twitter is Magic Mike Ferrara at Nutwhip for Life, the number four life so l-i-f-e so that's what's going on tonight if you want to um if you want to get in touch with the show though 718-508-9883 is the number call me let's talk some wrestling let's uh let's get into it um here's an interesting news story gang o'brien teases an in-ring return on talking smack on an episode of talking smack Brian uh, made an offhand comment about returning to the ring in about a year and a half. According to PWInsider.com, Brian's contract um, is set to expire sometime in 2018, which could coincide with uh, Brian's remark um, about returning in a year and a half. You can check out Brian's remark below. um, say, Say he... See, so it it just might um it just might might come. Uh, also, uh, Breeze it might come that he's going to go to the in- Indies. Um, Breeze last travel day before the baby comes. The Bellas have uploaded below. There's a video. If you go to WrestleZone.com, you can see it. There's uh, they uploaded a video below on their Facebook page, following a uh, description on Nikki and Bree and their trip in Lake Tahoe with the huge snowstorm, trying to get home to see their men. Yeah, so if you guys want to check all that stuff out, uh, there's plenty of of news stories and stuff like that. So, 
check it out. You never know. It's there's a story out there for you. Uh, it involves the wrestling world, um, and that's what what I love about the wrestling world because it's so so much stuff going on, so much stuff. Um, also, uh, check out pro wrestling. I was gonna say pro wrestling tees. I love plugging those guys. They have some great shirts. Um, Um, you can check out also how about this one? Go to go to www.wrestlingismagic.com and right from there you'll you'll be able to see events, uh champions, uh, meet and greets, um some some cool stuff that's going on there. They have an event coming on, uh it's called Somewhere in the Night and uh it's uh it's uh, going to be um, Saturday night, um, March 18th, uh, 2017, Knights of Columbus, 106 Bergen Avenue, Ridgefield Park, New Jersey, uh, 07660. Um, you know, but also you can contact them for tickets, and there's so much going on there. And uh, it's there's, there's going to be it's going to be some great stuff. And every time I go to a pro wrestling magic show, I'm always always happy. And the wrestlers are always really good, and they throw in some surprises. So you might want to check out that um, pro wrestling magic. And uh, to doing some good stuff. Hopefully, I'll be able to have my good friend Steve Wolf come on and talk about pro wrestling magic. Maybe I'll grab some up and coming talent. Uh, Leo Rush was from there, and he's doing really good now. And and he wrestles for them still, like I said earlier. But 718-508-9883 will do it tonight. Man, this is a great, great night to talk wrestling with you. Last week I was out. I wasn't uh, feeling too well. Tonight I'm feeling better. Um but 718-508-9883 is the number. If you want to talk with me, Magic Mike, that's what you got to do. Oh, God. So, uh, so, yeah, so let's keep the show going. You know what? Why don't we talk about New Japan Wrestling? Why don't we, uh, why don't we get into the, the New Japan side of it? Um, Tony brought up something really, um, really cool. He talks about the... Um, he talked about the uh, Sungu Inbu Kinza presents uh, the 45th anniversary um, memorial uh, in Kurgan Hall, and that was uh, and that was um, on uh, Tuesday. And if you guys haven't checked that these matches out, I can just tell you it was outrageous. Um, first match: uh, Hari Kwato, David Finley. Rusuke Kuchi and Manabu Nakahashi defeated Tokohomi, uh, Tokoyomi Oka, Yushin Dunder Liger, Satori Kohima, and Yoshi Tenzan. Um, also, second match, Yus. This was another good match. Um, Yohoro Takahashi, uh, Tengaroa, and Bad Luck Valet. Uh, they ended up defeating. Um, Yuji Nagata just, Robin, 
I'm sorry, <laughs> Juice Robinson, Eugene Nagata, and Michael Elgin ended up getting the win. Also, um, El Desperado, Tati, um, Yonaboro, Nakamura, and Kamaro, and um, Zack Sabre Jr. defeated Hiroki Goto, Gito, Jeno, and Berena. Uh So that match was pretty uh, pretty wild as well, and I I love when they when they do that. Um, Tiger Mask. Togi McCabe and Katsutori Shibata, they ended up um, destroying Taka Mishinoku, David Boy Smith, and Mun- Minoru Suzuki. Pretty cool, pretty cool match. Um, five, uh, a fifth match, 30-minute time limit. Um, Tama, uh, Tama and Kenny Omega defeated uh, Toro Yano and... Tomo Hiro Ishii. Um, six match, uh, six match, thirty minute time limit. Toshida and uh, Hiroshi Tanahashi defeated Himaru uh, Takahashi and King of Darkness Evil, in which was a good match. I love tag team matches. I think they're pretty, they're pretty cool because um, who doesn't like a tag team match? Um, Rocky Romero and Yoshihashi and Okada, uh, they lost to Bushi, Sandra, and Tetsunado, most inganables. Uh, also, and that was the that was the um, that was the match on on uh, on Tuesday. So, pretty good, pretty good stuff right there. Um, can't complain. Honor um, rising. Well, Tony and I touched on it a little bit. I'll go over it now extensively. Um, it was pretty. Uh, it, was, it was really good, actually. Uh, it came from Kurgan Hall, and the first match uh, was uh, David Finley, Juice Robinson, and Koshida. They defeated Jano Gatto and Silas Young, and I love the combination of all these guys. I think David Finley's talented. Juice Robinson, he is talented. I'm glad he's doing Juice Robinson. I really like him now. Um, Koshida's really good, too. Uh, Yato, Gato, and Silas Young work really good together. I love them together. Um, second match, 60-minute time limit. Never open weight, six-man tag, tag team. Um, challenger team. Um, Tiger Mask. Yushidan Liger and Delirious from ROH fame. Uh, they lost to Bushi, King of Evil, Darkness, and Sandra. Los Inganables. Oh, man, I love it. Um, Will Ospreay, Yoshihashi, Hiroki Goto, and Okada, which I love when they all tag team together. I love Goto and, and Okada together. together. They uh, they defeated Tango Roa, Tabatanga, your hero to Takahashi and uh, Bad Luck Valley, the Bullet Club, pretty cool. Our fourth match, uh, Hanson and Rowe, Raymond Rowe, um, they, uh, War Machine, they beat the Young Bucks, Nick Jackson and Matt Jackson. And that was a really good match, too. I love those guys together. Um, fifth match, uh, Raguchi, Takahashi, uh, Takuchi, the Funky Weapon, Hiroshi Tanahashi and Dalton Castle, the Peacock, defeated 
Tomoru Takahashi, Tetsunado, and Punisher Martinez in what was a really good match. Sixth match, um, sixth, sixth match was um, Tepatori, Shibata, and Jay Lethal defeated Hangman Page and Cody. Um, and then, uh, and then here seven, the seventh match was um, Adam Cole and Kenny Omega defeated the Briscoes. So that was a a really good, important match. And Monday at Currican Hall, it was Jado and Silas Young defeating um, David Finley and Kushida. Uh, which was a good match, which I liked it. Um, Hero, I mean, uh, Hemuru Takahashi Bushi, King of Darkness Evil, and Sandra, and Tetsunado defeated um, Delirious, Dalton Castle, Yushin Thunder Liger, Wagushke, um, Taguchi, The Funky Weapon, and Tiger Mask. Um, uh, Hanson and Row War Machine um, defeated. The it's crazy defeated the Tama Tonga and and uh, Tama and Tonga Roa from from the Bullet Club and it looked like they're they're just coming back together to do their thing. Juke Robinson on Takahashi, um, Jay Lethal they lost to Hangman Page, Yoel Takahashi and Bad Luck Fale the Bullet Club. Um, fifth match never open weight title match. Uh, Hiroki Goto defeated um, Punisher Martinez. Um, sixth match, uh, ROH World Title. Something that something that Tony brought up before. Um, Hiroshi Hashi lost to Adam Cole. Uh, and then um, seventh match, sixty minute time limit. Nick Jackson, Matt Jackson, Cody, Kenny Omega, Bullet Club. Defeated Will Ospreay, Okada, Mark Briscoe, and Jay Briscoe. So, those were the results. But if you want to see more more wrestling from Japan, all you have to do is go to NJ NJPWWorld.com, and that's where you can find all the all the uh, the info about that. But this show is doing pretty good. 718-508-9883 is the number. Man, you know, we're talking all wrestling. Um, we're talking independent wrestling. We're playing music. Um, right now, let's get back if we're going to play some music. Why don't we do one of my all-time favorites? It's Too Late for Love, an authenticated this, I'll dedicate this tonight to International Women's Day. Just out the night, I guess a thousand ways. 
the number, kind of gave you all I had tonight um, when it regards to my thoughts on things. Um, but you never know. There might be other opinions that you might have and you might want to pick my brain about. But 718-508-9883 is the number. Call me. This is this is the best in pro wrestling that I have to offer tonight and every week. Soon we're going to be 100, man. Imagine I'm going to be doing this show 100 episodes in, in five episodes. But right now, let's get out there and let's go to, to another commercial break. We'll be back after this message. This is Pro Wrestling Now with Magic Mike Ferrara. Episode number 95 on the Totally Driven Radio Entertainment Network. Get driven. Stay driven. Here we go. Pay some more bills. Attention business owners, website owners, event promoters, or anyone looking to promote your product. The Totally Driven Entertainment Radio Network is the perfect way to spread the word of your business around the world. That's right. You can advertise at our network and be played on all of our shows at rates that are so cheap. It's a no-brainer. For more information, contact Bay Ragney at bayragney at gmail.com. To keep your business driven, stay driven with Totally Driven Entertainment. Are you a fan of Sherlock Holmes? Letters from Holmes offers unique, one-of-a-kind letters from the world-famous detective himself. Handwritten on 8.5-inch by 11-inch aged parchment paper and using smudge-free ink to produce original, high-quality letters that fans will treasure for years to come. Each letter is handcrafted and written from the perspective of Sherlock Holmes, mimicking Holmes's native tongue and embracing many of the famous detective's quirks, quips, insults and peculiarities. Order a love letter, birthday greeting, personal correspondence or more only at www.etsy.com forward slash shop forward slash letters from Holmes. For $5 today, you can buy a wealth of things. Gas for your car, rent a movie for the family, a few slices of pizza, $5 still takes you a long ways. But did you know that $5 can buy your child a bag of heroin in the streets? That's right. For only $5, your son or daughter can buy some of the cheapest and purest dope in the country. Be aware of the lies. Be aware of the stealing. Be aware that's all it takes to kill your child. $5. This message was brought to you by Casey's Cause, a group of parents located in southern Chester County out to save your child's life. Come join us today at www.caseyscause.com. And remember... $5 is all it takes. Casey's Cause, www.caseyscause.com. Looking for that perfect gift for your girlfriend? Then look no further than Teddy Scares. Teddy Scares are available in a variety of styles, sizes, and prices for all your shopping needs. Teddy Scares are a mix of cute and creepy to make a great gift for almost any age. Board up your windows, lock your doors, and log on to teddyscares.com. And be sure to become our friends at facebook.com slash teddyscares. Calling all comic book fans. Do you collect comics? Did you ever collect comics? Do you think your children might like reading comic books? Do you even know they still print real, paper, non-digital comic books? Well, then visit the Pirates of Ontario Street Comics in Philadelphia. We have a massive collection of comic books, action figures, trading cards, and much more. We have one of the largest stocks of back-issue comics in the area. We bag and board every new comic book at no extra charge. Our store is voted the best comic book shop 
in the 2013 PHL 17 Hot List Contest. Part of the movie Unbreakable is filmed in our store. We are open seven days a week. Ontario Street Comics is located at 2235 East Ontario Street in the Port Richmond section of Philly. Our phone number is 215-288-7338. Type in the words Ontario Comics Philadelphia to check out our Wacky Stores page on Facebook. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back to Pro Wrestling Now with Magic Mike for our episode number 95. I've been talking so much tonight about wrestling, and I've been talking about the old, the new stuff, and, you know, and uh, I tell you what, before we were talking about the past, I was talking about the passing of Outlaw, Outlaw Ron Pass, and uh, it just, it just, um, it just shocked me, um, you know, about Ron. Um, I really liked his, uh, his wrestling. I thought he was, um, was a really good wrestler. And I loved his uh feud with uh you know, I, I I loved his feud with um well let's uh let me get a statement about the passing uh when it came to WWE statement um on Ron Bass passing away. Um, as noted earlier, former WWE and NWA wrestler uh, Ron Bass, outlaw Ron Bass, passed away on Tuesday at the age of 68 in Tampa. WWE uh, stated, uh, here we go, a statement. WWE is um, saddened to learn that Ronald Hurd, uh, Ronald Hurd known uh, to the sports entertainment fans as outlaw Ron Bass, he passed away at age 68. Debuting in 1975, uh, the tough Texan performed in several NWA territories, including Jim Rock, uh, Crockett, Crockett Promotions and Florida Championship Wrestling. It was ni- in 1987 that Bass rose to national fame in WWE. His ruthless aggression, attitude, and dreadful whip uh, who I told you named Betsy, Bass battled against classic fan favorites like Junkyard Dog, Bruce the Bob Beefcake. He even claimed a pinfall victory over a young Shawn Michaels in the 1988 King of the Ring tournament. Uh, following his retirement from the ring in 91, Bass earned a bachelor's degree from Arkansas State University and became a successful uh, construction equipment salesman. WWE extends its it's condolences to Hurd's family, friends, and fans. So, just uh, just one of those, just one of those guys that that uh, and I remember him getting his head shaved um against Bruce the Barber Beefcake, and uh, Tony mentioned he'd seen him in in the uh, Survivor Series, and uh, Ron Bass is definitely going to be be missed. So, just something to to chew on. Seven one eight five zero eight nine eight eight three is the number. If you want to talk with me, I'll be here five more minutes. Uh, you know, I'm going to be ending the show about ten thirty. Normally, I run till eleven, 
But uh, on busy shows where we have callers, um, you know, they call in and out. Tonight doesn't seem like that. Tonight's a lull. Uh, so I don't know where everybody is. It's Wednesday. It's hump day. It's also, you know, work day for a lot of people tomorrow. So 718-508-9883 is the number. If you want to call me, I'm here to talk to you about wrestling. There's nothing i rather do than talk to you. Um, Friday night, we're going to be busy because that's going to be, you know, the ROH stuff. Um, but but you can go to ROH.com right now, check out ROH, check out ProWrestlingTees.com, check out everything. Just go ahead, man, go ahead and do it. Do it. Why not, right? But um, oh, the list of Hall of Famers are outrageous. Um, it's going to be a great time. I can't wait for the WWE Hall of Fame ceremony. It's a nice time of the year when you hear old stories and, you know, But, uh, but yeah, 718-508-9883 is the number. If you want to talk um, wrestling, that's the way to go. Uh, we're talking WWE Fastlane. Uh, what would you thought about that? We're talking about ROH. So just give me a call. Call me, you know. Call me. I'll call you. Call me. Well, here's an interesting uh, here's an interesting note though, uh, and I find this very interesting about the WWE um, and how they're doing their like I said earlier about about they're basically like SmackDown. Tony said about the three hours. I think the problem with the WWE today is that there's too many promos. There's too many opening promos. Uh, you know, where years ago we wouldn't see it as much. We'd see more fighting, less talking, and then WWE changed it to we have we need a storyline around it. Um, you're starting to see that now in the independents too. Some of the independents are doing that. They're doing angles, and they're doing these award ceremonies and all these other things. And I think the fans want to see the wrestling. I think that's what it is. Like ROH, there's not that many much promo stuff in the ring. They're fighting. Same thing with um, with New Japan uh, wrestling. You might hear some talk after the match, but in, in the beginning of the match, they go right at each other and they beat each other up, and, and it's a good time for that. You know, you want that in your wrestling. You don't want guys to come up and say, hey, you know, Chris Jericho, I put you out because of the reason why is because you're no good no more to me. Um, stop it. No more promos, you know, cut it off. Um, trip, and that, and and I was gonna say, and that's the whole key. Uh, that's the whole key to the to the. You you I was gonna say you you want you wanna you want a whole you want a whole different uh, different demographic. Um, but and that's another thing I was gonna say before. Triple H. It's just killing it um, right now, and my hat's off to him and and the whole WWE because I see a lot of potential. If he's going to put a stable together, why not put a stable with the guys 
that you thought that started with NXT. So kind of bring an NXT stable back, but also, also this is the NXT um, and do something from there. But I like it. I think it'll work. Um, 718-508-9883 is the number. Every Wednesday night I'm here um, from 8 to 11. Tonight I'm going to end in, in about, I don't know, three minutes. Uh, I just want to thank everybody out there for listening to the show. Um, if you want to make the show, you know, make it a success uh, or listen to it or, you know, tweet me or Facebook me. Facebook is uh, Pro Wrestling Now with your host, Magic Mike Ferrara. And tweet me at not with four. Uh, it's Magic Mike Ferrara. I was going to say, yeah, Magic Mike Ferrara and not with four lights. Tweet, tweet me. And, uh, yeah, I, I want to thank everybody again for uh, for tuning in. And if you guys like what you hear, let everyone know. Um, next week is episode 96. We march on and on and on. So I can't wait. It's going to be pretty cool to me. 718-508-9883 is the number. want to thank everybody again. Thank you, guys. Enjoy the weekend. Enjoy the wrestling. Enjoy your hump day. Enjoy the rest of International Women's Day. Be nice to you women. All you men, treat the women nice. Just not for Valentine's Day. Every day should be International Women's Day. Women are great. Remember that. Um, and we'll be talking to you soon. Um, I would just want to say thank you to Totally Driven Entertainment Network for always having my back. Thank you to Bay Ragney. Thank you for everybody here. Um, it's been fun tonight. Now I'm going to run. But I'm going to leave you with so long, bye-bye, farewell, until we meet again. And I'm going to leave you with this. <laughs>